Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California pariah Jonathan Charney. Rob, the old guy. What? I'm out of sequence. Yes, from the world famous Rob Charney show. And James, the fat man Stevens. Hello. And I don't remember if we brought this up, but one of the greatest comedians I would probably say of the last half century passed away would be Gilbert Godfrey. Now, apparently he did die of some sort of heart condition. It was a genetic issue, if I remember the story correctly. Yeah, I don't have the name off the top of my head, but I've heard of it before. And yeah, I can't think a, of the name of it. A long <laughs> medical name of basically having arrhythmia of the heart issues and uh, apparently yeah. he had been dealing with it for some time if, if i remember correctly it said like the older you get the harder it is to deal with so which is it's a lot like life the older i get the harder it is to deal with and and I have, I, I have to say in this world of social media i love the fact that he didn't tell anybody you didn't really know much about him like his personal life he went on an interview last year the year before that with joe rogan and that's the most i've ever heard about his personal life I, I thought that was really kind of cool that you just got to see his, the character he presented instead of the inside. I thought that kind of kept the magic alive. Yeah, good for yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, you know, he'll be missed. He was definitely an interesting character. When uh, the news first came out of his passing, there were a number of clips of him doing some pretty pretty fun skits. And it was, uh, he did some roasts too, which he was very witty and... Uh, not that his voice very unique and his face very unique, but uh, his whole shtick was very unique. So he'll be missed. Yeah. There's a yeah, he will. I liked him a lot, even yeah. though he's a really dirty comedian. Yeah, I, you talk about dirty comedians. Um, there's a photo that went viral, um, like pretty much right after the news came about him passing away. It was with Bob Saget, Louis Anderson. Uh, and Gilbert Gottfried, all who passed away within like the last year, year and a half. Um, all great comics by them in their own right. Bob Saget, I think, being the dirtiest of the bunch. I guess that means comedy's dead now. Because <laughs> Robin Williams is gone. Richard yeah. Pryor is gone. Uh, you know, now we've got, you know, like you said, Louis Anderson and Gilbert Gottfried and Bob Saget and I think comedy's dead. I think we can officially say comedy's dead. Uh, I I would say after Robin Williams, after Real Flix Reviews did two months of Robin Williams movies, I, I just don't find shit as funny, <laughs> especially his movies. That was tough. Yeah. So. Yeah, we did do quite a bit of stuff. On the Robin Williams thing? Yeah, yeah that was... It was hard because he did, he was an interesting actor because he did like the movie Awakenings, which was straight drama. <laughs> very, yeah. very, very heart wrenching, in my opinion. Then he did like Good Morning Vietnam, which is all comedy. Um, and he's a comedian. You don't see that, not only that range, but you don't see comedians giving, getting, excuse me, getting that chance. Like it seems like once you're a comedian, you're stuck. Well, he, he passed, I mean, he was not just. A comedian i mean i don't think he yes you look at the breakout form was mark and mindy and we've talked about this before but he was more than you know just a comedian he was quite the actor as well so. did he went to juilliard if i remember correctly i believe so yeah yeah he did which gives him some some stroke to those who are into into that yeah but anyway with, with all any of course there's still plenty of comedians out there but gosh the majors that that I knew and enjoyed in, in my era type of people, they're all gone. Everybody's gone. Yeah, and there'll never be anybody again like like Gilbert Gottfried, Don Rickles. Um, that they're, they're, they're the end of the gender. They're basically the end of that style of comedy, at least in today's world. Yeah. So let's um, see if we can just figure out what state this happened in. So Florida. <laughs> uh, a teen boy at 16 years old was shot to death while testing out body armor by another team. Oh, Lord. So Cal can you guess what state this was? California. No, you're right the first time. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of the two. <laughs> so these 
three teenagers went out and bought a bulletproof vest and then decided to test it out. Can you guess what happened? Well, you already told us he died. Wait, wait, what did the question, what, what, what firearm did the kid use? You know, it doesn't say in the article, but even a handgun after a few shots and a bulletproof vest, it's not going to work as well. So, so multiple rounds were fired then. Oh yeah. They took turns. They took turns. Oh, so (laughs) I think I saw this movie. It's called deer hunter. Why would you voluntarily do that? These guys weren't AP students, were they? I don't know. They skipped class and were... <laughs> to go. That answers that. at the house and were shooting each other. Yeah. So a, a couple uh, of different questions is, are, are were these kids, um, have they been around firearms? Was this just a firearm they found in their dad's dresser drawer? Um, I, there's some lack of I logic here. I don't we'll know. So they uh, videotaped it as well, which, you know, they were saying that it was an accident at first, but then the officers located their phones and found out that they were videotaping this. Mm-hmm. And so they knew what happened and they've arrested two the other two that were involved. Yeah. Was this an actual vest penetration or was this uh, blunt force it trauma or the article? So Terrible article. Whoever yeah, wrote, I think it's because it, it was involving an underage person is why they're uh, not releasing minor. very much. Yeah. But it'll be interesting uh, to find yeah. out more. Yeah, if we can find out more about it, 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 we can get in a little more in depth on that if we really want to. But it, I'm it's tra- it's tragic. Uh yeah. and uh I'd like to know more, but uh, yeah, See, I, I, I thought for some reason I thought there was an age limit. Um but according to this, it's stupidity, stupidity. No, there is Florida no has a law in place that makes it illegal to wear body armor during the commission of a crime, and and thus does not affect body armor retailers in Florida. Any civilian can purchase and use uh, a bulletproof vest unless the adult has been convicted of a felony. Bulletproof vests and other body armor can be purchased online or face to face. For some reason, I thought there was an age limit attached to that. No. So anyway, uh, anyway, no, I didn't hear about that, and I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, it's it's got it's always seems like it's Florida or us <laughs> or California, yeah, one or the other, you right? Know? Or or New York. Yeah, yeah. I just pulled up a different article to see if it shows anymore because this was this happened in uh, the beginning of April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just seeing if there's. They release more detail. Probably now that's not. Been a few days. Which, yeah, well, probably not. Which is okay. okay. If they release any, well, posted bond of thirty thousand dollars. How but... old? How old were these? I'm assuming they're teenagers, but they're under eighteen. Uh, it was well. This one says fifteen. The first one I just read was sixteen. Now these uh, the kid that died. So and then uh, the two that were arrested were seventeen and eighteen. Okay, then the, the, you you won't that 18 year old's gonna have a problem. Yeah. yeah, but you'll never hear any information besides the 18 year old. Yeah. So we we talked about this a uh, while ago, but there's an update on 1313 Mockingbird Lane, the new Rob Zombie joint, the Munsters. Uh, if you pay <laughs> attention to his, uh, Rob Zombie's Instagram, he's been sharing photos of. The people who are in it, uh, Elvira's in it. Um, it it's kind of cool, actually. Him, the him talking about it and how it's actually going to be a comedy, not a horror. He's a true fan of the the franchise. Um, Rob Zombie is known to make rated R films. Most of his ventures have been some sort of gory and violent filled thrill ride. He has also remade the Halloween series. A month's reboot currently does not have a title release date that's been reported completed already. While we are patiently waiting for the trailer, it's safe to say we'll be all, we will be gifted this film sometime in the fall. I'm excited about this. I, I loved the monsters as a kid. I didn't like the movies that came out after the fact, but I loved the monsters. One of my favorites. I was a monsters fan, but I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what he does with it. I just I don't know. It's one of those I'm, I'm kind of holding my my critiques to to myself right now of it. I've seen some pictures of it. I don't know. I'm 
I'm I'm excited. Actually, there was I think the movie with the was it the Dragula the drag coffin. I think that was a movie, or was that in the TV show? Because there was one movie of theirs I liked. Um, I don't know if I ever saw the movies. There's a I think there's 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 one that came out later I didn't like, but it's a, who's in it? See Cheryl Moon as Lily Munster, Daniel Roebuck as Grandpa Munster, Jeff Daniel Phillips. We take on the role of Herman Munster. This should be an exciting rehashing of the most one of the most beloved sitcoms in television history. Yeah, it should be fun. Like you know, maybe if it's just straight fun, it'll turn out well. If he, if he, I don't know, he's liable to take a different curve. It scares me a little bit, you know. I hope not because well, we need fun. I don't know. From what I've seen, he's gonna kind of keep it the way it was, but we'll see. Um, huh? Oh. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm hoping so, because we need, I think we need fun. I think the last two years have sucked all the drama out of the room. Yeah. So there was, let's see here. I'm looking at the Munsters movies. Uh, what? There's an untitled The Munsters reboot. Oh, okay. That's, that's Rob Zombies. Okay. <laughs> I was looking at it, and that's a weird... This is on IMDb, and that's what they have it as. Untitled The Munsters Reboot. Hmm. That's a weird thing. But The Munsters Revenge was 81. Here Come the Munsters, 95. The Munsters Scary Little Christmas, 96. I don't know if I've... I didn't see any of those. There was one where I think Herman was turned into a human. There, there was specific... Oh, I might have seen that one. I thought that was on the show, though. It might have been both. There, there was one that came out in like the late '90s. I thought that I, I didn't like. Huh. I don't remember any of them. That's not saying much. I'm not good with movies. So. Let's see. So it's still stupid. This is from techdirt.com. It's still stupid, ridiculously difficult to buy a dumb TV. Historical smart TVs aren't always particularly smart. They've routinely been shown to have lack security and private and privacy standards. They also routinely feature embedded OS systems that don't age well, i.e. if you bought some of the earlier smart TVs via Verizon and can't access Netflix. Yet, when you go shopping for dumb televisions as just in high-quality displays with a bunch of HDMI ports and not much else, you're usually going to be out of luck. The options, there are options, but the guide, the guides on this front usually shovel you towards computer monitors too pricey and at uh, large sizes or business class displays, which are extremely expensive. Life hard, uh, this Life Hacker article ironically forgot to even list a few models that do John. exist. Yeah, that was kind of really garbled, sir. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Honest God, John, I didn't understand anything oh. you just said. I, I swear I, I haven't been drinking. So let me try. Let me try. Dumb TVs. That was about all I got. Let me try, yeah, some, do, let me try doing this again. What's the gist of this article that you're trying to tell us? <laughs> so basically they're saying that um, smart TVs are security problems on your network because they have lack security, they have no privacy standards, uh, i.e. everything you watch is actually can be shipped to the manufacturer or third parties. Uh, and the other thing is finding dumb TVs that are just high-resolution uh, set-top boxes with no embedded operating system. Yeah. Um, or the other issue is a lot of these old smart TVs just don't work. Uh, my parents have a Blu-ray player I bought them. The Netflix doesn't work on it anymore. And some of the older Veri uh, Vizio TVs... Their, uh, some of their features no longer work because of how Netflix changed their system. Mm, and they're yeah. saying a lot of people who just want like who just want a dumb TV, you can't find them. They're extremely expensive. I've got no, one I'll sell for about three thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm sure there's one up in our barn somewhere. Somebody's welcome to get, but it's yep. not going to be four K. Five grand, Rob. Sell it for five grand. <laughs> five grand. So the, the dumb TV. Get your dumb TV here. <laughs> And when it comes to no, dumb, when it comes no, to dumb, sir, it's not 4K. You don't even know what 4K means. No, no, ma'am. No, I'm sorry. It's straight black and white. There is no color adjustment. No, ma'am. Sorry, I can't help you with that. Sound, sound. No, it just comes right out of that speaker. No, no, you can't hook it up to your system. Honestly, no. that speaker probably sounds better than any of the speakers that come with modern TVs. When they started moving speakers to the back, that's why you started seeing the invention of sound bars because it started affecting old people's hearing. Yeah, and I know this for I know this for a fact because I sold a number of uh, sound bars to older people because they couldn't hear it. 
It sounded like the story I just read, all garbles. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Things are supposedly a little better now, although my, my newest TV is probably five years old already, so I, I don't know. But I hear the sounds even better, so could be. I, the best thing about smart TVs is how they interact. Like uh, if you buy <coughs> the, <coughs> excuse me, the LG TVs with WebOS 4, um, the same OS that was invented by Palm, you can actually turn it on like Alexa. So you can say, Alexa, turn on channel, blah, 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 or input, blah, blah, blah. And it works like that. But I wouldn't mind just having a dumb TV because I use, um, I got a half a dozen smart boxes. You know, those those cable bot, those well, Apple right, TV, et cetera. Point. I mean, that, the same thing here. I don't, I don't use any of the smart features on my TV at all. I mean, I've got a separate receiver unit that feeds all the video through there. I've got, you know, all the different things. I don't use it. I mean, I have Apple TV. Well, I don't use my LG TV smart stuff. And so it's like, it is getting redundant. You have all these things can do it. And I suppose at some point, you know, it's okay, but I, I don't know. I, so, oh, sorry, I was going to say one. The four space tourists that went up to the ISS, the International Space Station. The space tourist, yes. Yeah, the SpaceX crew that went up there. Yeah. With the, they launched three passengers and a former NASA astronaut up in orbit. And it looks like their mission is going to be extended for another 12 days. Oh. They were only supposed to go up there for 10 days, but now they're going to be up there for a total of 22. Oh, no. They're going to hate going to Because what, James? <laughs> they can't get home yet. Because we can't launch in time to get you back. Gosh, isn't that something that all the astronauts have always faced? Oh, you're yeah. only supposed to be here for, you know, a month, but guess what? Six months! Well, <laughs> it was $55 million per right. person right. to go. Right. To go to the <clears throat> space station. Wait, so wait, is it like a hotel? Are they going to get, you know, an extra? By the way, your extended stay is going to cost you this much more. Do, do they get <laughs> to keep the subs? <laughs> is there going to be enough Just food? Don't, in, don't drink any of those little liquor bottles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 50, yeah. $55 million. That better be one hell of an experience for that much money. I bet it is. Oh, I'm sure it is. I bet it is. Know, if if I, I had that kind of million dollars worth. <laughs> if I, if I had that kind of money to burn, I would consider it. Other than the fact that I probably would get sick up there because of vertigo, but that's another story. But no, I would. Well, I, I, but I want to know: Did the article say if they're going to get charged more? I think that would be funny. It did. It did not. Um, who, who well, charged? You know them? why they went up there, right? To do something. I don't because know. Because they're doing research to build their own space station. Oh. For private tourism. Well, there you go. So that brings up an interesting question. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, they can sit up there and study more about it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so with, with uh, satellites, you don't need global approval. United States, Israel, whoever you are can launch a satellite. But if it comes to a space station, considering the mass is much larger, do you need um, more uh, approval? But but who nobody well, no if one it's entity the international who, space station yeah I would assume so like no, if Microsoft anybody, like I Microsoft wrong, la I, launched a, a space station uh, is it cool that Microsoft I, owns one I think so I don't see any how could there be a global global entity that controls all of space right who does that mm -hmm. uh, so we do sorry about that uh, no I I don't know I don't think there's any entity that they'd have to get permission for. No more than, you know, Musk's Starlink, you know, popping hundreds and hundreds of satellites up there all the time. He doesn't need anybody's approval. Yeah, yeah but Musk is routinely <clears throat> pissing people off. Like uh, the fans of Twitter. I don't know if we talked about this last week. Musk bought, bought like 14% or 9 yeah, point something percent of Twitter. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, but they're, they're fighting back. There's more news. Apparently they want to <clears throat> activate a poison pill. Yeah. Uh, just to fend off Musk. I thought that was interesting. Uh, I, I think Musk is just happening to the world's most richest troll. <laughs> I don't understand what that kind of money. Why doesn't he just start his own? Twitter's such a bag of crap anyway, as far as I'm concerned. Start your own, make it better, you'll do fine. Who needs Twitter? Yeah. 
And I, I, I have never joined Twitter, and I never plan to. See, I can, I can tell you why. There's half a dozen clones, um, all conservative. Like I was on Getter for a bit, didn't get it. Um, I think at this point, social media is just so aged in and hard baked. Like Twitter and Facebook are just what you use, along with Instagram. I, I think it's hard to, to, to make another one and have it um, actually work. Yeah, there's, there's Donald I, I Trump's think, one. I, who care? You know, I, but I think a Musk, if he did it, I think people would go. You know, in in let's face it, Trump doesn't really know anything about it anyway. He hires some people, they do it, and they did a horrible job with it. And I'm sure it's already dead. And uh, I bet if Musk did it, it would work. Just my my opinion. I I don't like Twitter anyway. So, he would probably get uh, a lot of people over because it seems like with Musk, people either love him or hate him. Yeah, especially well, if you paid sure. attention to the the uh, Twitter during with his announcement. I think it's interesting this poison pill thing that you were talking about because I, I read up about it a little bit and basically they're going to like split the stock and they're going to try to do everything they can to keep it too expensive for them him to take over a majority uh, shares. And so uh, it's kind of like he's probably sitting back laughing at these fools. <laughs> this going, you guys are. I could just see it. You know, he's just going, ah, do what you want. If they split the stock, doesn't it double his shares? Yeah, but he still doesn't increase his, his actual value. What what it's trying to do is is allow him to uh, keep him from having to buy so many more shares. That's the whole idea. Um, I, I wonder I, if he's bought any more. Like, I don't know how that works. If you're like a billionaire and you buy like 13% of a company, do you have you you have to report he, you did it? Or is yeah, it just because Musk piss off the SEC, SEC? Well, he did. I mean, he apparently bought more than he was without making an announcement of it. And there's a certain percentage that once you reach that percentage, you have to you have to lo- let them know that you've done that. And anyway, I, it, hmm. it's a technical thing. I don't really understand it either. I'll never be in that position. <laughs> but it's kind of fun kind of fun so all right i got a test for you guys all right so okay. he, here we go and this list is a little bit long and I, maybe i'll still skip through a few of these but these are uh names you know and the year they started okay so melanie some of it might... this is for you <laughs> this is the solisticals yeah okay so uh We'll start with the one that everybody knows, McDonald's. Any any guess at all what year you think McDonald's started? Uh, 50... No, no, no. 1948. I think it was the 50s, but for some reason I feel like it was a little bit before then. Okay, 1940. I was closest. It started in 1940, so... Yeah, so that's... Wow, you know, there must be thinking things. of it in out then. Mm, that may be on my list. I'll let you know when I get to it. Uh, okay, so uh, that a lot of these names, when I'm going to name a few of these, that you know, you know the names, but it just amazes me how long they've they've been around. For, for instance, IKEA. Any idea when IKEA started? No clue. Uh, okay, so I wouldn't have got. I wouldn't get either. 1943. Here's the one that really had me scratching my head because I kind of went, really, it's this old? How about Kia, the the car brand, Kia? 1835. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know, because at, yeah, at this point, you're going, I'm going to throw out any number there. 1944, so right around the end of, of World War II, uh, the car company actually started, which was kind of interesting. How about Mattel? 1945. That was like, hmm. Really? I, I, I just, it's like, you know, uh, I am, I'm dog food. That was the one that I thought for some reason started in the 1970s. They've been around since 1946. It's like, wow. oh, really? So how about this one? This one you see in the malls. Now, now, are these companies that started in someone's garage or Could've like been. KFC in the back of his car? Sure. You know, they mean, all is started. That, is that what they're counting? Yeah, that's what they're kind of, basically when the kind okay. you know, that name first came out and it was being used as a company name. You know, you go to the malls like J. Crew, for for instance. I thought that was a fairly new thing that popped up in malls around the country and all that. And it was 1947. Wow. Really? And, yeah. And then like Toys R Us 
which is kind of not really here, but is kind of here still now. But Toys R Us started in 1948. I can see that <laughs> based off the name. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, Jack in the Box. All right, Jack in the Box. You know what? Jack in the Box actually started in 1951. Wow. The one that I thought started before this, sooner than this, was Holiday Inn. Any idea? Huh. 65. Uh, well, no, 1952, but I, I expected Holiday Inn to be like in the 30s. That that really kind of surprised me. Uh, Burger King, 1954. Okay. Uh, and then here's another one that I kind of went, really? H&R Block. I thought H&R Block, Block was a 70s thing. 1955. Pizza wow. Hut, 1958. I can see um, that, actually. But, okay. Uh, Domino's Pizza. Wild guess. 1960? Very good. Right on the money, dude. 1960, oh. Domino's Pizza. Okay. Oh. And uh, that was an interesting... Look at the, For those of you out there, look up Domino's Pizza and find find out the story behind that. It's kind of interesting. I kind of laughed at that one, but I don't want to talk about that right now. Um, Comcast. How about Comcast? Again, would have thought it was the 1970s. Maybe the late 19... Maybe late 1960s, but actually 1963. Were they always like, in cable? Or are they I, something else? Hmm. No, they shifted. They started out on different things. Uh, I believe they Comcast even did things like they sold golf clubs and suspenders. And I think they were in Muzak for a while. Do you remember Muzak? All the music used to hang in elevators and places like that. That was music. Right, right, right. How about that old stuff? Old stuff. The stuff you had to pay a yeah. license for. Right. Uh, what year was Nike started, you know? 70s. No, 60s. Late uh, 60s. No, no I, I'm, I'm thinking 50s or 40s. Yeah, see? 1964. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. That surprised me, too. Um, Best Buy, John, your favorite store. <laughs> 70s. What year did Best Buy start? 70s would be my guess. 1966. 66, yeah. Southwest Airlines. This is the one that also got me. Really? I couldn't. 1967. And I don't remember Southwest Airlines until at least the early 80s. I kind of went, really? 67? They've been around So there must long. have been a regional carrier until at some point then just went national? I guess so. Yeah, they might have been. I didn't I didn't go that down that. Uh, rabbit hole probably in the southwest yeah all right you guys you're gamers when did atari start oh um the first atari mm. 70s 76 no 74 i would say close close 72 1972 for atari oh wow yeah <laughs> uh what are oh, uh, all right, so yeah, I got one so, for you. Check this. Wait, wait, check this. Wait, let me finish this list because this is the interesting one. We just talked about Atari 1972. All right, tell me when Microsoft and Apple both started. When were they founded? Oh, that was 70s. Well, think about this. So, I'm Microsoft of the garage because that's where he's talking about it, is when they started in their garage. Now, I don't right. know. Okay, so Microsoft was 1975, Apple was 1976. Mm -hmm. What did I tell you Atari was? 1972. <laughs> Atari actually started and came out before Microsoft and Apple. And if oh. I remember correctly, I think Waz did stuff for Atari, if I remember correctly. I think at one point you may be right about that story, but I, I don't know. It, it just Some of this stuff was just... So I got, I got one for you real quick. All right, all right. When was Nintendo founded? Actually, I don't know. Nineteen sixty-eight. James, <laughs> wait, a Nintendo? Yeah, founded. Yeah. Oh gosh, I forget. Eighteen eighty-nine. Eighteen what? Yeah, eighteen eighty-nine. Oh, the name yeah. Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, right. uh, Nintendo began in eighteen eighty-nine, founded to produce handmade uh, playing cards. So the, a gaming company, even back then. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I remember reading something about that too. So, how about so, uh, some, how some of those ubiquitous as Home Depot? Where do you think that started? 70s. 
1920. There you go. Very good. No, 1978, which is interesting because it became the you know the name name brand there, and I don't remember Home Depot in 1978. It, so it, it wasn't. It sounds there. 70s, to be completely honest. Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. There's a lot more. I mean, I got a whole list of these things, but we don't have to go through them all. But it's just uh, you know my usual putting a list together here. It's pretty interesting when you start looking at some of it. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's pretty crazy. How many? How many are on the list? Oh gosh, I think I have thirty plus. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's just fun. Just you know, start putting this together and looking at you know the dates on this stuff, and it's just like because some of it you go, you mean it's not older than that? And I don't know. Anyway, I I got an interesting story, and this is something I've heard of a little bit before, but it's the first time I've heard it. This way, U.S. military is partnering. U.S. military is partnering with a startup to build 3D printed barracks in Texas. U.S. military is working uh, with Icon to build the largest 3D printed buildings in the U.S. This 5,700 square foot structure will be used as a training barracks in Texas. The U.S. Department of Defense and Icon will print three structures, which will serve as training barracks in Fort Bliss, Texas, over the next 10 months. The structures will stand 5,700 square feet when complete larger than any existent, existing 3D printed building in America's, according to this press release. So, you know, it's interesting. If it's anything like my 3D printer, it'd take me mm, 15 years. You know, <laughs> I actually out. watched a thing of a company that does their own, like, 3D printing of buildings. And it's actually pretty cool, and it doesn't actually seem to take that long, Rob. They That's basically get everything in the thing like you know if they're doing concrete <laughs> or whatever and they basically just print it all out they have a big ass machine that does it all i, I mean I'd like put the shit in there but you know puts up the walls you know does the foundation walls you know all everything right. really so home cool. icon uh, uses uh, its large in-house vulcan printer system and high strength concrete known as lava crate lava crete create its construction projects which have included luxury homes tiny homes and what will soon be the largest neighborhood of 3d printed houses did they did they talk about how how long it takes to do this not in this article there's nothing you might be able to find out how long it takes them to print a house but i don't know it'd be interesting to know it says 10 it says 10 months for three structures so I'm curious Three structures to, in months. Wow. So it will serve as training barracks in Fort Bliss over the next ten months. The structures will stand five thousand seven hundred square feet. Gee, sure. it sounds like my my small little nine hundred square foot remodel here that's taken a year. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh my god. Come on, guys. Anyway, so I got a little bit of a list for for you guys as well. Sure. So I'll do the. I'm just going to do ten of them, but there's twenty nine of the worst foods. In America, but before it. It but good. Before you do that, I want to no, talk no, about no, our no, sponsor, no, Audacity. No, no. <laughs> Audacity, the unforgettable it. party game for mischievous people. Go to o d d a s s i t y dot com. That's o d d a s s i t y. Use the keyword Mad Trio, all caps, all one word for ten percent your final uh, final order. Where is your drop for this? It's on, it's 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 yeah, on I mean, the <laughs> it's it's at the studio. You're doing a lot. Oh, okay, we'll have to pull it off the studio coming because you're doing a live a live spot for Melanie's company <laughs> for Melanie and, and the company. Yes, play Audacity. We we had a great experience with it when when Melanie came to the studio, and uh, I'm still red from that one. <laughs> well, I never. So, <laughs> worst foods in America. Can you, can you guys guess what is number one? Lutefisk. <laughs> I agree with that one. It's going to be pretty bad. Worst food. Now, is this a process? It could be any kind of food, right? Any any, any of the foods that are eaten in America. So is you it mean is, like American cheese? Is it or origin America or is it from other countries? Origin America. Oh. Um, um, started here. Originally an American well, food. American cheese. Number one. Number one. Rocky Mountain Oysters. That I, I could see. That sounds gross. Mm. Uh, number two is turducken. Turduck. Hey, that's turkey and duck. How can that be bad? I don't know. I've never eaten it, but oh, I uh, have. What do you think of it, Rob? I loved it. 
It's great. I mean, you get you get the duck, you get the turkey. What's the big? I mean, you know, it's like I don't know. I wouldn't think that would be the worst one either. No. But those are the two that they have on there. Who made up this list? A bunch of vegetarians. Uh, actually, it's a, it's a food site. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm not going to give them a free promotion. They have to. Yeah, give yeah. Me don't do that. Thousand dollars. <laughs> uh, Scrapple. You guys heard of that one? Scrapple. Scrapple. Yeah. No. What's in Scrapple? So it's basically a meatloaf, but it's got pork scraps and cornmeal instead of breadcrumbs and and you got it. beef. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't be my favorite. That sounds yeah, gross. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be going for that one either. Mm, it, no. You know, pork scraps just doesn't sound very good. I mean, that sounds way too fatty. And I, don't want a pig, I don't want a pig ass. Sounds like something they fed <laughs> soldiers in Korea. Yeah. Speaking of which, pickled pig's feet is on uh, there. Yeah. 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 I've seen that, and I've just I, never I've never wanted to do it. Same with the uh, the chicken feet. Yep. Things like that. I mm-hmm. have had goat's feet, but it was like more in like a stew. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the hooves weren't, in, you know, included. It was just like the meat of it. And they cooked it as a, as like a stew type thing. Where hocks and beans but, is really good. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I don't I want to pickled. It would be, this is gross. Yeah. I'm not, it's not going to eat the whole thing. Yeah. Um, spray cheese. Mm, I'll agree with that. The canned cheese. Yeah. That's pretty weird uh, stuff. Yeah. I, can't eat that stuff. I just can't do it. So you can't have an original Philly cheese steak, which I would agree. No, no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm fine without that one. <laughs> Olive loaf. Yeah, yeah. I, I that don't. One I too. don't think I've ever had that. It's it's basically like a loaf of meat with the um, uh, olives in there. Yeah, it's a bunch of green yeah. olives that are some weird ones in each. Yeah. Anyway, yep. Yeah. Yep. And good. this okay. one, you know, this one I almost kind of disagree with, but I do. I have, I've made it where it's really good, and then I'm, and then I've had it multiple times where it's just like could just go in the trash. Green bean casserole. Oh yeah, I like yeah. green bean casserole. That done better. right can be good, but that is done wrong so often. Oh, it is. <laughs> it's yeah, Baptist. That's food. one of those. Isn't that one yeah. of those, uh, you know, everybody bring a dish, some kind of dish, and there was always somebody who brought a green bean casserole, and sometimes yeah. they were good, and sometimes they were if, like, hmm. If, if anybody's ever been to a Baptist church, you can guarantee that's going to be there, and probably different varieties. <laughs> it's so Good list. Good list. Keep uh, going. Now, Rob, have you ever heard of this one? Now, I, I hadn't heard of this one until probably a couple years ago. Years okay. ago? Sorry. Um, a cool lickle. A cool lickle. No, no. Is it made with cool lip? No, no, not even close. So, John, are you are you guys ready to really be be traumatized on this one? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> They're pickles, brined in Kool Aid. Oh, oh, so I, you take yeah, I remember those. Brine, you warm it up and you dissolve the Kool Aid in it. And then you put the pickles in it. Is it this why? was a this was a thing for a hiccup? <laughs> one of those, what? Why? I mean, it was because because you can. I mean, come on. Yeah, I, right. and I saw I saw a guy who showed how to make them and everything, and I'm like, I was just I hadn't heard of it before, and I came across a video of a guy making them, and I was like, what the hell? And they literally like they get the color all the way through the pickle. So if you pick a blue one or, or a red one, well, so, after yeah. you brine it for a while, it literally gets that red or blue or whatever other color purple yeah. it, all the way through it. And he ate them and he's like, they're not that bad. I'm like, I think I'm just going to keep on passing. If, yeah, if, if, if I brought that home, my wife would murder me. <laughs> I, I, I got in trouble now, once for bringing the wrong type of pickles home. That That's just, <laughs> oh, that's wrong. Now this one... I will probably mispronounce the name Akutak. Hmm. And it's an ice cream from Alaska. I figured by the name. And it's traditionally done with seal oil or reindeer fat. Mm, How special. So, yeah, it's an ice cream that they make with that. And I'm just kind of thinking, like, I guess I could see them coming out with something like that i wonder what they sweeten it with 
Yeah, you know, maybe, tears. I don't know. I just tears. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. No, yeah. Huh. Oh, that's and then the gross. last one I'll do is alligator tails. So I've had that. And what did you think of it? It was kind of gamey. I mean, it wasn't my thing. I mean, I tried it because I wanted to try it. I've tried a lot of different things, and I thought, okay, I'll give it a try. Maybe it's in the preparation of it, but I can understand it not being great. I would, I would like to add something to the list as an honorable mention for the old guy. Hmm. Miracle Whip. It's the bastard mayonnaise. <laughs> so, you know, the other the, one I always say is plastic cheese. Plastic cheese, yeah. Yeah, craft yeah, cheese. Yeah. I, you know, craft singles or American cheese type of. Surprisingly enough, I, I have, I'm going to, can't say I'm going to admit to this, but it still makes the best um, grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> you know, it, it it does, but you know, I would rather just stick cheddar in there and yeah. just call it good. Yeah, I know. That cheddar is a good substitute for the craft singles. And as far as I'm concerned, that's if I don't crave grilled cheese sandwiches, but yeah. if I do, that's what I'm going to go with. So for me, it's probably because I grew up with, with that. I mean, I don't. You I know, grew up with God bless my, my dead long dead yeah. mother, but she was not a chef by any means or, or even a cook. Let's just put it this way. I she just, chose Miracle Whip. That's how this you know, yeah. I mean it was always white bread and miracle whip and and, oh. and American cheese. So that was it. You know, I remember uh I was in a in a high school class and we were it was a cooking class and um, we had this project where they were like, they were like, oh, you know, you can make whatever you want. And uh, they broke us up into groups of five kids, you know. And I remember somebody in my group just all of a sudden said, hey, let's just make some nachos. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, and I'm thinking like, you know, we'll, we'll get some ground beef. We'll get some cheese, you know, some cheddar, some jack, you know, whatever we get our hands on. And he starts talking about Velveeta cheese and put it yep. in the microwave. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that's what you consider nachos? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, we can pick that up at the cafeteria. Yeah, exactly. You know? Velveeta, <laughs> like, good old Velveeta. Oh man, and, that's the and, other one. You know, that's that's something I've never really been into is Velveeta cheese at all. And you know, I've had people that have like. Uh, used it around me and i'm just like that's just disgusting yeah it, it makes d interesting mac and cheese i mean it, that and the that and craft the the craft cheese will be survive atomic bombs um yeah exactly i think it was it was so that you could leave it out and never have to worry about it ever going bad ever <laughs> like Let's if you put go it to in my, our bodies it's if a good you thing. go to my parent my, my dad's old house back when he was a kid that box is probably still there and still edible maybe Buried in the wall somewhere is a time capsule, and they can probably yeah. still eat it. So, <laughs> I, you know, I was I came across this article today, and I was, and I just am really baffled by the fact that I didn't hear about this one. And did you guys hear about a California canine officer from Stockton who? emptied his magazine in the article is this clip and that just drives me nuts his magazine <laughs> at a grandmother and then reloaded and emptied another magazine at her so what was the grandmother doing that that forced him to do that so, in theory um i read the article and it's really interesting what actually happened and there's body cam footage of this um, it says that the op officer fired 30 times at this woman. Wow. 30 times. How many times did they now, did she get hit? What happened is she was driving and um, it says that she, um, she grazed his vehicle. Okay. So she hit his vehicle. It doesn't say that it was, you know, on purpose or that it that he hit her hard or that she hit him hard or anything he let her drive off lost sight of her picked her up on a on a camera on a on a traffic camera and was told where her location was he chased her down in his car 
and then started shooting at her from his vehicle. Says that she backed up from the initial stop from him shooting at her. And he unloaded another magazine at her vehicle as it was pulling away. Where was this located? Stockton. 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 Because in some places, you're not allowed to shoot out of a moving vehicle. No, they are not in Stockton. They are not allowed to fire at a moving vehicle since 2019. It says, I think it was. They actually had that in here. So was she? Was she? uh, Did they say the the person's race? No, she's dead. No, like was she black, white, Asian? She was a black lady, and it doesn't say what his uh, race is. But um, he kept on saying that he was that the vehicle was being driven by a black male of fifty years old. But yeah, I don't even have anything to say to that. I, I can't. I mean, this guy. Yeah, I I could see. And depending on the circumstances and the fact, like how in danger he thought he was, if he let her go the first time, I'm I'm not sure how much danger he would actually be in. But the fact he reloaded is my anybody anybody bothered to ask where all those rounds went? That's the other point that I was going to bring up. That's my problem. Yeah, that is my yeah. problem because he's responsible for all those rounds. Oh yeah. Yeah. If he kills, Absolutely. if he kills somebody in the process, he's guilty of that because he didn't know, you know, didn't understand his backstop. So there was a major breakdown in training on this one. Uh, I think he just got mad. I mean, he must have lost his mind and lo- and got yeah. mad. Does yeah, it, I don't have lost his mind. Does it mention the caliber? No, I'm assuming well, it's probably the, a millimeter. Or yeah, what's the, doesn't matter really. It's. Not well, just just curiosity's sake. Yeah, I understand, but I, it's just like, oh so boy, this this does bring up <coughs> an interesting question. One of the, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of the Black Lives Matter people, Black Lives Matter people, were talking about is having some sort of database with uh, people who are police officers who were removed from the force for various reasons. And the question I have was: <laughs> was this said police officer? Is this his his is this his his first? Posting as law enforcement officer, was he kicked off the force somewhere else? There's some history here, whether law enforcement or personal, that I think is also an issue here. Like, how did he get past it? Would he, did they, the Stockton need police, so they just kind of greenlit him like Florida did back in the day? Yeah, yeah I, I guess. So. You know, at first, when I first read the article, it didn't actually say where it was, you know, initially, and I, you know, just off the headline, I'm like, is this LA? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Bummer. That's bad. Yeah. I'm just <sighs> like that, that, you know, they, they're bringing in excessive force and I'm thinking like that is seriously excessive force. So, uh, oh. I, I'm, I gotta try to Very find well. a s- story to follow that. So, uh, <laughs> one of James's favorite movies is the shining. And uh, yeah. one of James's favorite actors is, is 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 reportedly in talks to play Jack in the stage version of The Shining. Guess who it is? William Shatner. Ben Stiller. <laughs> ben Stiller is reportedly oh, up ben. for playing the lead character from The Shining in a new stage version bound for London's West End. Variety has oh. reported that the new news that the Hollywood actor, director, and producer is bound for the newest new production based on the classic Stephen King novel. By the way, that would be a fun stage play to see. I would love to see that. Previously adapted for the screen from Stanley in the Stanley Kubrick in the 80s movie with Jack Nicholson in the lead role of Torrance. Huh. All right. I saw um, that. Like that would be fun. I'd love to see a recording of that because I, I just can't see him playing such a, a serious role like that. Ben Stiller, though. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that one. That one kind of throws me for a second. I'm just, I can't see him playing Ben. Yeah, it, yeah, I can't see him pulling that one off. Has he ever been in a serious? Movie role? I mean, I actually don't. Yeah, know. I believe so. I would have to look it up to even tell you the name. But um, yeah, I know he's done a few uh, serious role or roles, but not very many. Not at all. Um, 
Look, at, I'm pulling it up now. I just um yeah. So I got I stuff for now, but yeah. I got another thing that I just came across my screen that I this is the first time I'm hearing about it is Resident Evil Netflix series release date revealed in key art. Uh, set in the year 2036, 14 years after a deadly virus caused a global apocalypse, Jade Wesker fights for survival in a world overrun by bloodthirsty, infected, and insane creatures. I'm fascinated what a TV show, a TV show version of this. The action horror drama will be available for streaming on Thursday, July 14th. Hmm. I, I'm up for a version of this without Mila Jokovic. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. Now, so I wonder if they're going to cover the whole thing. Ah, uh, that's a good question. Um, it will re- it will reportedly be set between two timelines featuring the same protagonist. It stars John Wick star Lance Reddick as Albert Wesker, the villainous head of the Umbrella Corporation. The character was previously portrayed by Jason O'Mara. And Sean Roberts and the Mila Jokovich led live action film by Tom Hopper. Uh, I don't know the game enough to actually tell you what that actually means. So it's an eight episode series written and uh, written and exactly produced by Mary Lee Sutton with with Constantine Films, Robert Colt, uh, Coltzer and Olive Barbin. It should be interesting, at least. Yeah. Hmm. All right. <laughs> oh, so ladies and gentlemen, I do want to tell you oh, if you're interested in the Mad Trio podcast and what we say, check out our social media feeds. Also, check out on Facebook, Interesting SHT. It's Interesting 101 on Facebook. That is the depository for a lot of the stories we talk about on the show. So make sure you check that out. There is, a, There should be a link on the Mad Trio Show Facebook page. So you can check that out. And the sound effects are courtesy of James's cell phone. No, they're not. They're they're terrible John sound effects. <laughs> oh Lord have mercy, how funny. Oh I, I hey, I don't know if we did we bring up the new Ghostbusters? Did we talk about that? I don't remember. Yeah, not yet. yeah we did. Did we? No, we haven't done a Well a you you it. mentioned it, maybe we didn't really talk. I did I finally watched it here just uh, last week. So I wanted, oh, okay. to, I wanted to see, since we're, we're closing the show off, what did you guys think? I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It was a good way to tie in the other Ghostbusters with this one. It, You know, for me, it, it's cutesy. I mean, you know, it, it, it's kind of, yeah. Well, you know, it's better than the others, I think, other than going that back was... to the originals. And the nod that it gave. Also, I don't want to give away things, but I thought that you know the ending part was pretty cool. I I thought it was a little too cutesy, but I actually thought it was the perfect uh, insert for a new series. I love the beginning. Like once I saw the beginning of it, that's what got me hooked. I'm like, oh, so I, I had to watch it after that. There's parts of it that yeah. really bug me, like the like the the guy in the mine that didn't explain that. Hmm. Well, they kind of did. I mean, you had to know the time. Well, anyway, let's. I don't want to be a a movie spoiler here if people still want to watch it. But it's worth seeing though. If if you guys like Ghostbusters, completely skip the one with uh, all the ladies, just because it was just awful. Not the ladies, just everything else about the movie. Yeah, it was pretty bad. But this one was. It's you know, it's a good family. (laughs) If if you're all right with showing your kids a Ghostbuster type of thing, but it's it's. well, maybe early teens. I don't know. Tweens? Maybe. I don't, I, I don't know where to put the age. But it's... it's. I mean, I wouldn't show it to my grandson. I saw Ghostbusters 2 when it came out in theaters. So, I mean, uh, I think yeah, you could anyway, be in between 7 and 10 to see the movie without any major yeah, repercussions. Possibly. But anyway, it's... Yeah, it's a family movie. I mean, the way it's done. So, it, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Considering all the stuff that's out there these days, it certainly is, you know, pretty, pretty PG to... For the most part, yeah, and it's better than taking your kid to Cool World or uh, Deadpool, which 
when I went to see in theaters, there was a little kid in that theater, and I kept wondering, man, I would have loved to hear the conversation at the uh, at home with that movie. That had to be a complete. We I think we talked about this. That had to be a complete misunderstanding of what the parents were seeing. It, oh, 100%. Because other, you see Marvel right? movie, you don't expect right. it to be Deadpool. And you have to be yeah. kind of a comic book geek to know who Deadpool is. Yeah. Hey, speaking of comic book characters, I tried to watch the Grey Ghost? Grey? Is that the new character? Uh, no, you're talking about the, the uh, moon. moon. Yeah, yeah. Moon, moon Knight? Yeah, Moon... Whatever. I'm sorry. I got it yeah. totally wrong. But I try to watch it, and I, I just, I, I mm. so. You know, I watched the first episode, and then I was like, what is going on? And then I watched the second episode, and I'm still thinking the same thing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think I'm on episode three now, or That's... four, and it's starting to finally go somewhere. So, Y'all a bit. So yeah. is it bad is X the movie? James? No. No. Okay. So I'm just I'm trying no, to gauge it here. I mean it was just I think I think James is right. That episode one and two just is like, what the heck? And I got into three and I'm and all right, it's starting to make a little more sense. And it's like yeah. it's not like uh uh what is it? Ven- uh venom. Um but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm, not, I'm not I'm not I'm not sure if I'm gonna like it at all or not. It was just the first episode, I was about to just throw the entire series away. So like, too. What what do you think of the Halo movie? Because I the new TV Halo. show. Because I've heard nothing but bad stuff Halo about show. it. What's that? I like the Halo show, but you know, I I think people that are flipping out about it are just stupid. Well, honestly, well, everything. Let's I, just put it this way: if you're not a gamer and you don't understand the game, I think you're going to have a bit of problems with it, at least the first episode. I know I did because I was not a. I knew the game and I knew what it's about, but not being a, a gamer of that that game, it was a little. All right, I get it. I understand where it's going. So, I'm hoping that as we get into episode three or four, or whatever, it'll it'll improve a little bit. But really, come on, let's admit it. The acting was terrible, and the so special the, effects were terrible, and the main, everything was terrible. the main complaint I I read about it because I haven't seen it yet is they everybody says they made uh, Master Chief a wussy. No, not mm. really. I I haven't seen no. it. And I want to see it because I love Halo. But no, he I don't I disagree. Unless how I don't know how bad you want to make. Master Chief. I mean, pretty so, bad. So basically, to, to give a quick synopsis, whatever, the, the description Synopsis. of the character Master Chief, did you ever see Sol- <laughs> You saw Soldier with Kurt Russell, right? Yeah. <laughs> Basic same yeah. thing. He, he was a, a child who was kidnapped and yeah, raised as a soldier, worse. and he had modifications done to his body to, to make him a super soldier. And so basically he's a guy who's, who's um, not super well adjusted, but he's a super soldier. He's really good at his job, not really good around people, but he's super military, you know, like he follows orders and et cetera. And, and that was one of the complaints I heard was the fact that they're kind of giving master chief feelings. Cause the game doesn't really delve into that minus the fact he's in love with Cortana. Um, I could see where they get that, but I think it's nitpicking. I was I was hoping so, because I want to see it. It, 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 it the, I saw clips of the uh, I've seen some clips, and the clips I've seen were like either super edited or just like they were leading up to something. Like it was talking about Master Chief having anxiety, and I'm like, eh, I don't know if. I well, that. see, there's more to it than that. It, it, I thought it, so. as you get into it, it well, again, I don't want to give things away, but it has to do with past memories that have been repressed let's just put it well it's uh not not necessarily past memories that have been repressed it's past memories that have been erased well the (laughs) same difference but (laughs) that are being brought into being uh brought back yeah that's well so anyways ladies and gentlemen we are coming up to the end of the episode does anybody have anything to say before we end this so silence will be golden. In this case, we will uh, wait for another week of interesting stuff to bring everybody. 
I'm done. Bingo. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, for the California Pariah, the Fat Man, and the Old Guy, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.